The mayor of Surrey has announced that if the city continues with the transition to a municipal police force, property taxes for families will increase dramatically. New Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke told Global News she believes property taxes will increase on average of about $1,200 per household if the city transitions to the Surrey Police Service. Mayor Brenda Locke joins me now. Uh, Your Worship, thank you for talking to us today. Thank you for having me on, Jeff. It's great to be here. Uh, Why did you uh, feel there was a need for you to send out a press release today uh, to talk about these particular costs or your belief that uh, there'll be a significant increase uh, in property taxes? Well, I think that it's important for the public to know we are heading into our budget consultation time. And uh, this time, the city of Surrey is going to be taking it out to the town centre. So we're hoping to have three or four locations where the public can come and talk to us. And I think it was important for the public to have the heads up that these are significant dollars, um, $235 million uh, over the next five years. For the city of Surrey is uh, is significant, and so we needed to uh, make sure that the public knew, and I needed to make sure that the public know uh, the cost of this transition. Now, uh, Norm Lipinski, the Surrey Police Service uh, chief, was on this show uh, about a couple of weeks ago, and they did their own report. You, of course, are quoting from the city report, and basically what he says uh, that uh, they, first of all, don't buy the $235 million, uh uh, cost over five years. Uh, he believes it should be around $99 million. What do you say to their argument that uh, it's that the number isn't as high as you and the city are saying? Share the information. You know, um, I have asked, uh, I've asked Chief Lipinski for the information that he sent, uh, that he identified, that he sent to the uh, Solicitor General that would outline the human resource plan, the uh, the expenses moving forward, and uh, they refused to do it. The Surrey Police Service refused to do it. They refused to give that information, by the way, to the Surrey Police Board as well. And so I guess... Um, that has uh, that leaves me very concerned you know this uh, local this was supposed to be driven on local accountability this was supposed to de- deliver local control to residents but instead it turned out to be no control no accountability we do not know what is in that report we do know though uh, we have a team of almost 20 um, accountants cpas at the city of surrey that have done their due diligence and uh, they have come up with a number that is 235 million dollars that was in a report provided to all of council on december 8th and uh, so i will stand every day of the week with uh, surrey staff on this. But it's fair to say, let's just say, and I'll speculate aloud, that we, mm-hmm. these, uh, Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General, decides the RCMP will re- remain the force. Uh, there's no doubt, even if they did that, there are still unrecoverable sunk costs already there. Uh, according to the SPS, I think is uh, $107 million. There's um, uh, termination agreements. There's the IT challenges. There's still going to be a cost to the city, even if the RCMP is kept. Like you can't just uh, say, "Well, we'll just transfer all that over to the to the uh, Surrey RCMP." There are unrecoverable sunk costs here. You're right about that, Jeff. There are um, there are some costs, but the 235 million is the number that our staff gave us. 
that said the Surrey Police Service moving forward over the next five years will cost 235 more than sticking with the RCMP. So this is an over and above amount, and that is a cost, or if that's broken down to percentage-wise, a one-time cost of 55%. Um, extraordinary, I know. And, and I understand why people are reacting badly to it. I react badly to it. But that is the reality of what we're looking at, and we have seen the numbers, and all of Council has seen these numbers. Now, ultimately, this decision uh, sits with Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General. He'll probably consult, obviously, with uh, ministry staff, uh, perhaps his cabinet as well. But ultimately, the decision will come from the provincial government. If uh, uh, the minister decides on keeping the Surrey Police Service, will you accept that? You know, um, I ran... And I was elected, I ran very clearly on a platform to keep the RCMP as the police of jurisdiction in this city. I will do everything in my power to make sure that we keep the RCMP as a police of jurisdiction. But in if this the city. minister, the Solicitor not, General, if the Solicitor General um, yes. from the province, the senior government, says we're going to keep the Surrey Police Service because A, uh, we, we believe it's at the point of no return, and B, we may one day want a Metro Vancouver police force and having a municipal police force in Surrey gets us there. This is the reasoning for our decision. There's really nothing you can do about it. You know, I think it's a couple of points to that. And, and, you know, I don't think anybody, we are going into very fragile economic times. I don't think any government, whether it's a provincial government, and certainly not municipal government, or the federal government wants to see these kind of tax burdens put on, on residents. Um, but I will, I will always say that I will do everything in my power to ensure that in the city of Surrey, we maintain the RCMP as the police of jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that there is um, always, uh, you know, there's, there's always going to be review. And I think thinking about what the minister will or will not do is hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So I won't go... I can't go there right now, but I certainly will tell you that from my perspective, there is absolutely no um, good reason. And if somebody could get me to why, I would be interested in hearing that. But I haven't heard one good reason why we were doing this doing this, and, and at what cost. Uh, the cost is, uh, is becoming extraordinary. I also want to tell you that $235 million is a very conservative number. That is based on only 734 members. Mm-hmm. And if you do cross-reference to what uh, Vancouver has, you can see that's almost double the uh, amount that Vancouver has as a, a police complement. Now, as you said, you ran on uh, keeping the Surrey RCMP. But I'm going to go back to my original point. If the minister decides sure. it's a senior level of government, this is the way we're going. You know, when you look at just legislation, there's not much, if anything, a municipality can do when it comes to a senior level of government making that decision. If that is the case, you ran on opposing them. What will your vision be for the city? Because if you got elected, one would argue, and as you said, wanting to keep the RCMP. Let's take that off the table. What does Brenda Locke, the mayor, focus on if three SPS is kept? What is your focus going to be? Are you going to focus on crime? Are you going to focus on development? Because I'm trying to understand who Brenda Locke, the mayor, will be when the main issue she ran on is taken off the table. You know, I think uh, we're going to have to... um 
I think you're asking me a hypothetical, which is difficult <laughs> to, uh, a very difficult one for me to, to entertain. But it's also about I, what your vision is going to be, because if that, it, it, like I said, a senior level of government decides we're going with SPS, uh, that's taken off the table now. And the question is going to be, what does a Brenda Locke administration look like and what are you going to fight for? Well, let me tell you what keeps me up at night. Jazz. Mm-hmm. What keeps me up at night is thinking about um, mom, dad, and three kids in a townhouse with an $800,000 mortgage, and where are they going to find an additional 1000 or $1,200 um, a year? So my um, choices are going to become very limited, and I think... Um, and I think, to be very fair about it, I think both the minister and the premier have been very clear about talking about uh, economic realities right now. We know we are in sensitive um, economic times. I, I, um, I don't expect that any government will, will want to put this kind of tax burden mm-hmm. on residents of any city at any time. Well, if you're asking me if I'm a one-trick pony, uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, there are uh, lots I, of things. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of tricks, Jeff. I, I know. Uh, look, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I wasn't saying that, but I know what you ran on and what you got elected on, yeah. or my view of it. Uh, and uh, that's taken off the table. So I want to get a sense of. And I know it's early days. Uh, still, you've, mm-hmm. you it's October fifteenth was the election. I'm just curious as to where that focus may be. But you know, you have lots before you in regards to crime, in regards to development, uh, in regards to many other issues that mayors deal with. But I just wanted to ask you that question. And I appreciate you being on today. And we will chat once again. Uh, Uh, in the near future, I'm sure. As always, thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.